Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. We're coming in cold today. No intro. Ice. No cold. icebreakers. <laughs> no, we didn't talk at all. The second that we could hear each other, we got into it. Uh, yeah, I got to oh. give mic up in just over an hour, so we got to move Which it along. Should be fine. So, yeah. is there? So, is there anything we didn't talk about? Because we didn't talk about anything. So, is there like? No, I mean, usually we have a little bit of you know, small talk before we start recording, see how each other's days are going. But Just now, say hi. yeah, now, I mean, maybe this is better. Uh, so I we can know. get everything out, you know, on, on the record. Yeah, get it all out. Um, I was this, I'm not proud of this, but I was doing it. I was reading some uh, really sad, horrible Naya Rivera conspiracy theories this morning. Who, what it, oh, was she the actress? Yeah, from Glee. And this actually, we this is related to Goop because this is Brad Falchuk's show, so they know each other. Uh, okay, so it technically counts. It definitely counts. Um, but yeah, she her son was found in the middle of the lake uh, a few days ago, like on this boat, and she's presumed drowned. And this is like several of the Glee actors have have died in the past few years, so it's very strange. Yeah, that's what Brian said when we heard the news. It, that's like a particularly terrifying story. My family used to go out on that lake sometimes. Um, really? So I know it. Yeah. And it, um, it's like a reservoir. So there's not like waves and stuff, right? No, you just can like take your boat out on it and like go. I don't know. We had like had a little, my dad had like a little boat. Yeah. We would just like go for the weekend. I mean, I guess, you know, the wa- water is always dangerous and there's always like, you know, a chance of drowning, but it seemed, it seems like a very, it just seems very, the whole story is very strange. The story is really strange. And the thing about her son being on the boat is like, so sad. 
Yeah, and it was just like a f- couple weeks after she filed for divorce. So, I mean, who knows? It seems like... Well, what's the conspiracy theory? Well, I mean, this is Crazy Days and Nights, which I now I'm, I need to stop because it's... Well, we've been using Crazy Days and Nights for our a lot for our bonus episodes we were using yeah we've been using it professionally and then i've i've bled it into my personal life and now i like i joined the patreon i listen to the podcast every day i read the site every day and it's i it's crazy because he i mean he has like broken some real news stories especially like pertaining to weinstein and stuff but a lot of a lot of the shit he peddles is either like exaggerated or probably like pretty false so you have to take everything you said with a grain of salt and this this morning he just did a post that was like naya rivera uh dead or disappeared question mark and then everyone could like write in their theories um but i mean well she's disappeared but she's presume dead and then they'll find the body eventually yeah like the i mean the alternatives this is so ghoulish to talk about but it's either an accident suicide or murder i think murder is like a very very low low chance i mean well yeah because who would have murdered her i mean she wasn't she just alone on a boat it is it is kind of it's a it's weird i mean it is weird you know because she was out with just her and her son and it is like there aren't like waves and stuff but there are like a lot of like boats and stuff around there so it's like it could have been an axe like someone could have hit her with a boat or something yeah or you know it's shallow and you you could get you know stuck on something in the water there's a million ways for it to be an accident or yeah yeah so i but i think because of i mean maybe it's just because of the fact that she just filed for divorce and seemed a little I mean, people are saying now that she seemed a little distraught, but that might just be, you know, after the fact, you never know. Um, and then the the whole, the murder thing. And again, like this is so alleged, there was like a previous blind item about that she, because she wasn't getting a lot of high paying acting jobs lately, she was supplementing her income by being like a, a high priced escort. And, oh, wow. So that's like truly like slandering the dead. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, she apparently was like, getting a lot of money to sleep with someone who was suspected of killing another actress and she knew the risks but she still decided to do it this is again all coming from crazy days and nights which is who's the person who's the person who killed an actress i don't know they didn't reveal that like christopher walken yeah oh yeah it's (laughs) yeah 40 years ago walken was the one I mean, yeah. 40 years ago on Catalina, Christopher Walken killed one actress and now he goes to Lake whatever and kills another. I know. I can't even remember what that lake is called, but I was like, oh, that's the one we went to. We used to go, there were like two that we used to go to. Yeah, I've never, I've never been to that lake. Uh, interesting. It's like a day trip from LA. It's like close okay. by. It's, I mean, Glee has always been sort of unwatchable because I, and I, I had, a few weeks ago, I don't know what got me into it, but I was going into like a Mark Salling internet hole. I don't know who is that. He's the one who committed suicide after the police found like hundreds of thousands of images of child pornography on his computer. Right. Um, and that is a crazy, horrible story too. So it just is one. And then of course, Leah Michelle threatened to shit in that woman's hat so or wig. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's the... <laughs> Maybe it's her. Maybe she's doing it. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't her boyfriend the first one that died? Yeah, of like heroin. So Leah Michelle is obviously a serial killer. That's the only logical explanation. Wow, Brian, you're just like all over this one. So you're like, oh, the woman, the missing mother is a high class call girl. No, I, this is all alleged. I'm not her. saying. I mean, these are your. Ugh, huh? I mean, I'm just repeating bad information, which is not a good thing to do. So maybe, I don't know. I just wonder, Brad, I mean, I don't know if Brad and Gwyneth have kept in touch with Naya. I just feel bad for everyone. It's horrible. It's such a horrible story. It's awful. Ugh. Uh, um, any lighter news? Anything exciting going on in your life this week? No. I mean, I don't, I, I haven't really been paying that much attention to the news this week. Um, I'm freezing my eggs. That's so exciting. So this week has been me going through like all of these egg freezing, like, like doctor's appointments and all this stuff. And then I'm going to, I'm supposedly starting the medication like this week. So how long is the process? It's like two weeks. It feels very goopy, honestly, because it just feels like the kind of thing that people from goop do. So I do feel like, you know, I do feel like part of the sisterhood in that regard. Yeah. Very expensive. <laughs> oh my God. Um, luckily I get this like discount, like this like program that's like discounting it, but it's still like a lot. Groupon? Um, but so it's like two weeks and it's really scary. You have to give yourself injections Ooh. and just get like a lot of ultrasounds, which are uncomfortable. A lot of like, you have to like keep going in and they do like ultrasounds and like test your, and like draw blood, like every couple, like every few days while you're doing it. And then like give yourself in, I have to give myself two injections every day. And they were like, by day six, you can't exercise and you're going to be really bloated. And they're like, you can walk, but don't do anything vigorous. And I'm like really scared that I'm going to like burst with like eggs. You're going to come out of me or something. I don't know what's going to happen. Like a turtle or something? Really... What? Like a turtle? Just Yeah. Or like when you step on a cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so disgusting. And then it's like, they like, it's like a surgery basically. They, they like put you under and take them out and they, they just harvest it once that you don't have to like keep going back yeah they harvest it they harvest, that's sorry, is that not the correct terminology no i i don't know another terminology <laughs> for it um well that's exciting and then you can look at the uh the ultrasound like and cry just like tinsley mortimer yeah i'll get it i'll go try in a wedding dress with my mother and we'll look at pictures of them and cry i honestly don't i don't even know if i'm I can't imagine this place that I'm going to provide me with pictures of the eggs. I'm sure if you asked. I, I get. I mean, it might be kind of interesting to see them. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, they were. They just would look like. I mean, they just look like cells, right? Yeah, yeah. that's all they. But you could are. name them. Yeah, if I wanted to be truly psychotic, I don't know how many they're gonna get. I don't really under. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how any of it works. I just know that this is going to be happening. So that's been taking up like all of my mental energy and also has been like just something that's like all I've really been like working on this week, yeah. basically. Uh, well, we finished a writing project this week. Well, I finished a writing yeah, project, that's but exciting. I just in terms of like, 
I'm not like re- I haven't been that up on the like internet gossip, oh, right, right, right. The, which is good. It's better to be like completely solipsistically obsessed with your own like inner life and physical body than to care about things that are happening on Twitter. Oh my god! Every I mean I like I don't know if I mentioned this. I think I mentioned this last week, but I had I've now like um, made myself stick to my 25 minute a day. Twitter limit on my phone. I noticed that number has gone up a bit, Brian. No, no, no. It was half, it was 30 minutes. And then I went to 25 and I'm going to go down to 20. I thought you told me it was 15 minutes. Oh, you know what? I thought it was 15 and I was on Twitter and I was like, wow, this is a really long 15 minutes. I'm, it's so luxurious. And then I looked and I'd actually put it on 30. So I never had put it on 15, but. So you'd always, okay. It had always been through, but now it's on 25. I'm going to change it to 20. It is, I swear to God, my my media diet and just my my energy and my intellectual curiosity has gone up it reminds me of like when i was young and curious and like smart and yeah. was like reading a bunch of articles and like just curious reading about books. the world because i'm not spending my time on social media i'm like reading the new yorker again i'm like reading well i'm reading like 10 galane articles a day on vanity fair which is not great that's okay but it's better than twitter Vanity Fair is the only magazine. It's the only good magazine. I cannot believe how much Ghislaine content that they churn out every fucking day. So what are you learning about Ghislaine? It's not even new. Like, it, well, the, the best article, and it came out a few days ago, was sort of like, um, a, like a, a timeline of what she's been doing the past year um, since Epstein what? got arrested, which is she like traveled a bunch and then she bought this house in New Hampshire. And then in the past few months, she's been in New Hampshire but it talks to a lot of like her former friends it talks to someone who like saw her on an airplane um and she was like you you saw her on an airplane uh was she in first class yeah she was in first class but it was crazy that she was even flying commercial the friend was like I can't even believe that she was flying commercial yeah um and she had like gained weight because she she's she's like a notorious anorexic for many years yeah um and so and her she let her she had let her hair go gray so the friend was like oh my god is that you Ghislaine and she did turn around and like admitted that it was her but she just looked like very sort of sad and disturbed is what the friend said (laughs) well I would be sad and disturbed too if I was Ghislaine but she was obviously sad and disturbed (laughs) her whole life yeah yeah well I mean what a I mean because her you know, and I learned a little bit more about her, her life as a, you know, a child and a young woman being the son of, or the daughter of, you know, this billionaire. And then he had his own scandals and lost all of his money. And then he quote unquote, either committed suicide. So she had to like, she had nothing and she had to like start her life over in New York. And that's when she met, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. And he, you know, she had the like social graces and he had the money. So they were just a you know, Bonnie and Clyde for the new millennium or the nineties at least. <laughs> wow. And uh, um yeah, I saw a lot of pictures of that house. Yeah. Which I thought was really terrifying. It looked I mean it obviously she just bought it, you know, because it was isolated and no one would have suspected that she would be in New Hampshire. But it looked yeah, yeah. it didn't look great. It was like I almost feel like New Hampshire is, like, too, like, East Coast. I feel like she should have gone to, like, like, Oklahoma or something. Well, I don't understand why she didn't leave the country. I know. Everybody thought she was in Israel. 
yeah well people thought either israel or some people thought like the france or some people thought she was like on the bottom of the sea in a submarine <laughs> i mean i guess there was just like no good option no and i guess so she, she could have been like what hannibal lecter did like where did he go uh didn't he end up in italy at the end i don't know oh, i got yeah she could have gone to italy <laughs> yeah i but I mean, he was just like i feel like you go to like some like weird like really like remote isolated like beach town and change your name yeah get plastic surgery dye your hair change your name uh like she couldn't get like fake passports and shit and go to like some country where they've never heard of Ghislaine Maxwell I I mean that would be so I would almost like rather just sort of face the music than have to do all that like I mean what's the worst that could the worst that could happen to her is be in like a really like nice women's prison for the rest of her life it's not that I don't think that any prisons are nice even for rich white people I feel like like the one that Jeffrey Epstein was in I guess not I don't know the one Jeffrey Epstein wasn't Jeffrey Epstein was just like oh, oh not that- not the last one the one he was originally in, in oh well they like let him leave it yeah but um I don't I don't think so I think I don't think that the club fed thing is real I think that they're all pretty shitty yeah. I think some people just like get like weird privileges like they get to like leave and stuff um but I I I don't know. I also don't think she's really going to go to, I think she's just going to like flip on everybody. Oh yeah. I think that's already, I mean, all those sources, cause she, I think she's probably still talking to Vanity Fair or at least people close to her. Like they're all plugged into these people. So there's mm-hmm. already like, they're already reporting that she's going to flip and everyone's freaked out. I mean, the, the it's, and she's at, she's at the same right now. She's at the exact same place that Epstein was at when he quote unquote, killed himself so and they're obviously have to be real careful with her yeah i know i heard that they're like watching her 24 7 yeah they'd have to so wow i mean no one killed her when she was in new hampshire yeah because it seemed like the fbi like people knew where she was it seemed like at least for a while how was she able to like buy plane tickets and fly around and shit i'm sure i'm sure she had like fake I don't. I don't think she flew anywhere uh, international. So she, I don't think she had to have a, a fake passport. You uh, have to have like a driver's license, and you have to like tell them who you are when you get on a plane. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And how did she buy a house? It was through like a third party LLC. It was, like it was through anonymous. her own LLC, though. Oh well, it was. I mean, it, it was anonymous. They didn't know the name of the person. Oh my god. Uh yeah, so you know um vanity fair will will keep us all posted okay so there's a lot going on in the world yeah and all the gwyneth news this week she reported herself in the in the pages of goop um every article written about gwyneth this week was based on her her long summer essay wait she wrote a long summer essay in goop yeah it was uh it's my best of the week wait okay so i didn't even know about that (laughs) really that was it in the email yeah it was uh it it was on mondays i think um okay well let's get into it and you can tell me about it yeah 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 Yeah, it's okay well why you start with your best then okay well my i feel like a big asshole (laughs) 
It's the one, it was just called Summer at Home. And it's a picture of her. Oh, and but I, that wasn't Gwyneth? Gwyneth Paltrow wrote that? Yeah, it's all of her stuff. She wrote it in the first person. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I wasn't really, I maybe didn't even read it. Okay, my best of the week was the old reprint of GP's No Makeup Makeup because I was like, that's all I really care about. I'm like, okay, this is good. Just like classic Gwyneth stuff. Sure. I didn't know she wrote a whole fucking essay though. Uh, well, let, talk about the No Makeup Makeup. It's, um, you know. There's nothing to say. I mean, it was just like, I was so stressed out and like reading Goop this week, I was just like, you know, I... The f- I'm like getting really sick of quarantine, which I know everybody is. Oh man! But I, like, I went to Starbucks today. Inside? Well, I had to go inside to get my thing. What did you get? One of the new cold brews with like that chocolate protein powder and um, an Impossible sausage egg and cheese sandwich. Wow, they have Impossible now. It was so good. The I swear to God, the Impossible sausage is better than the Impossible burger. It tastes just like a shitty breakfast sausage. It's so good. Mm, I love it. But I was well, paranoid. I didn't touch no my make- face all the way back. All the way back home. You touched your face. I did not. Home. I like was sweating because I couldn't even touch my face. Well. So we'll see if I have COVID in four or five days. You don't. You're fine. I think I'm fine. Um. um so yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, it's okay. I mean, it's just like this like long makeup routine, which I appreciate. I really feel like this is from when her makeup artist came to her house in the Hamptons and did her makeup for a video, but it's just like, it's just good. It's like hydrating foundation and concealer, no big deal. Some like setting powder rose quartz luminizer blush and bronzer mascara just no nothing special rms beauty lip to cheek that stuff just good just good old-fashioned makeup yeah, good, routine. good old-fashioned goop original flavor uh i like the i like the introduction of that where they're just like as we all know gp rarely wears makeup but like right, which when I, she does but when she does it's natural makeup and you can't even tell she's wearing it um, I wonder if that will ever, if we'll ever go in the other direction, if the style, like how long is it going to take before the style will be to wear really garish, obvious makeup? Well, there's already a style to wear like really garish, obvious makeup. It's just not Gwyneth style. It's like the Kardashians. And oh, that's stuff. true. Like, there's a lot of people, there are a lot of people who like that is their thing, but. But that contouring of- stuff is sort of like out of, isn't it like a little passe now? I don't really know, but like, even if I, I don't follow that stuff, but I feel like contouring, like the idea of contouring has always sort of been that like, people don't know you're doing it really. So like that stuff, that's been around for like a very long time. It just like, for some reason, like, because there were like makeup tutorials and people talking about makeup a lot on Instagram that like people started paying attention to like technique and stuff more, I think, than mm. like people really like but I don't think it was like a new thing so I don't think contouring will ever really go away but I don't know what the thing is now with like eyebrows and then like Kylie Jenner's lips and all this like I don't know what the I don't and then there's like all of the like euphoria eye makeup stuff is so crazy like I feel like there's a lot I don't really pay that much attention to makeup trends but I do feel like there's like there have been like a ton of obvious like 
lots of makeup makeup yeah that's true and all the like youtube all those like youtube makeup people that are always causing drama with each other like jeffree star and tati and yeah which i don't really know very much about yeah i like i listen to like a couple of celebrity podcasts that they'll go over the drama but i've never watched any of those videos but also my favorite makeup youtube person has never been a part of that drama and she was always a little bit more natural and she just announced this week that she's going off the air what's her name her name is ingrid nelson wow and she was this like super adorable and like incredibly basic like makeup guru in like 2015 or 2000 maybe even earlier that i started watching her and then she was like i'm gay she like had this boyfriend and she like had this like she would always be like i'm going to my boyfriend's house for christmas weekend like she was just like so basic like that and then she like came out as a lesbian moved to New York, she started like writing poems or something. She just got like all like emo, but she like never really stopped doing makeup. And now years later, she's like, I don't want to be an influence any- influencer anymore. And I've always known that like one day I was going to stop and I just, I'm going to stop because I don't want to do this. Good for her. I know. I mean, yeah, influencer is a job that seems to have an expiration date. I guess like a lot of jobs, but but the, the, like, Tati and stuff are, like, like she's, like, 31 and is, like, I always knew in my, this was just something I would do in my 20s and, like, I can't do this for real with my life. But these the other people are, like, in almost 40. Yeah, well, Tati says she's 35 or 36, but she honestly looks older. And Jeffree Star claims to be 33, which I completely do not believe. Um, I thought they were all, like, 37. At least. I mean, I, I think wearing that much makeup, you just look older that's the problem uh yeah i i I mean we are completely not qualified to talk about these people but it is a little fascinating to me for some reason i don't know why um i'm not i've i have like never been that interested for the most part the only people that i like on youtube are like the most run-of-the-mill average people on the planet like the people who are like kind of more out there I've never, I like the, I like people who aren't even famous, who just like are like crazy. (laughs) Those are my people. You introduced me to uh, AZ for Angela, which is, I mean, she's still my favorite and she's just like, yeah, she's just like a regular old Wisconsin lady who's obsessed with Starbucks and candles. Um, Yeah. And, and, and she'll, she'll talk about, she'll be like, here's my haul from like TJ Maxx (laughs) and it'll just be like, she'll get into like the brands that she gets into or like Crabtree and Evelyn and stuff like that's that. That's about and as like, high end as she gets. Yeah. Yeah. And then she like started to try to do like keto and she kept calling it Kato. Uh, I haven't checked in with her in a while. Is she still doing her Kato? No, she hasn't posted in a really long time. Oh, really? And then I think okay. when Shane Dawson got canceled, she's always had like a problem with him. Well, she's had a one-sided cause he's like way too big to even know who she is, but she yeah. always like, gets into fights with him but i don't think he's ever like responded to her i don't think he knows who she is but she always she's perceiving these like i guess like microaggressions from him where she like thinks that he's like making fun of her because he'll say like he'll like say like a lady from wisconsin or something and she'll be like that's obviously me or like stuff like that wait but is is he like is has he i mean this might have been impossible it's not impossible because she's not completely unknown on the internet like she had that 
video where she freaked out. She had like a viral video that yeah. was how I learned about her, where she was like screaming about this one, like going to Bath and Body Works and trying to get um, a peach Bellini, or she was like trying to get a candle. She was trying to exchange her peach Bellini candle <laughs> for a winter candy apple, and um, they told her that they had it in stock and so she showed up and then when she got there they didn't have it and she was so fucking pissed like she recorded a it was the angriest i've ever seen her yeah and that that yeah that did truly go viral but then since then i mean maybe she's not really posting as much anymore but well that was like years ago but i think that there are certain people who like me you (laughs) who just like became obsessed with her after that yeah uh and she i mean i hope she keeps posting because she truly is the most interesting youtube personality i think Um, i know well she has well also hearth and soul is also very interesting oh i yeah you i can't i can't watch him too much because he creeps me out um he's another candle vlogger who yeah i mean did he he fake cancer or do you think he really has cancer I mean, all I know is that he says he has cancer. Okay. And he is says he's married. He got married. He did finally come out as gay, right? Yes. Um, he's married to a man. Do you think called- he knew Ghislaine since he's in New Hampshire, right? He is in Maine. Oh, Maine. Okay. And he would never know Ghislaine. I don't think he knows who Ghislaine is. He has... He also has a lot of like complicated one-sided relationships with um, like em- ambassadors of candle companies. Like he'll like write letters and emails and phone calls to like co- customer service and stuff for like Yankee Candle or other like Kringle Candle Company is another one that he 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 will say that he considers some of these people to be like extensions of his family some of his closest friends he got a letter from a candle company once that he said he wouldn't share because it was too private like he's very he's got he's also a complicated man and he's also got a lot of anger and he deeply deeply hates angela yeah yeah they really do have animus towards each other and so they they are really like the jeffree star versus james charles or tati or whatever version just for yeah, candles they, they are it's just on such a small scale yeah. and that's what makes it so interesting because nobody really cares about it except no their view they have like you know like a thousand views for each video which is like great it's fine um like and you also, know we're, we're in the same ballpark on you know on we're our- in the same ball- also like the the makeup people it like makeup is such a vast industry it really does like require like a an understanding of an industry also a certain amount of skill like it's to to be able to like apply it or to talk about it or to like demonstrate how to use products like it does require like a certain level of like specialty information and knowledge but like the candle people are like just buying candles off like yankeecandle.com like there's not really that much to know about the candle industry the only thing they'll say is like clip your wicks (laughs) yeah clip your wicks don't yeah don't get so much like didn't angela have to like move her landlord made her stop because she had too much soot 
that was kind of the beginning of the end for her because she almost got evicted because there was too much soot and they were like, you can't burn candles anymore. And then she started pretending that she now believed that candles were like fundamentally bad because they caused soot. And so she would put them on a wax melter instead. So there was no actual smoke and they would just like heat from the bottom and like melt and she could still like smell the smell without having to actually Ugh. burn it. I mean, all these people, their noses are just completely fucked from like breathing in so much disgusting chemical bath and body works. It's very bad for you to like inhale that much. (laughs) It's so gross. Uh, So yeah, check out AC for Angela, check out Hearth and Soul. So you guys know what we're talking about. Um, We should start a Twitter beef with them. Or I mean, a a YouTube beef with them. I mean, they'll probably find out we talked about them. I mean, Sean. I'll tag them. I'll tag them in the podcast. No, please don't. Don't (laughs) tag Sean. I'm genuinely scared of Sean. And also, like, I have commented on his YouTube before. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, only nice things. But I'm just scared that he's going to get mad at me. Yeah, he's disturbed. Uh, Okay, so my best was Gwyneth's letter. Call it an essay. Call it, I don't know, an update. It was just a burst of fresh air of sunlight it it was it was like goop 1.0 it was like it was 2008 again where mm-hmm. i was just you know opening up my email and getting a nice letter from gwyneth talking about her life and goop has gotten so much bigger in the past decade uh you rarely hear gwyneth's voice anymore and it's yeah. so nice to do to, to hear yeah um I rem- I mean, a couple of years ago, she tried to do like the, remember this and that? Yeah, that, and didn't that really just out. didn't really take. But this, remi- I mean, I don't know why at least like once a month she can't do something like this. It's so great. And it, it just, it's, it's why everyone started reading Goop. So I, yeah, it's just, it's wonderful. Oh, I love it. She likes the smart sweets. I've been wanting to get those. And also the Siete foods. Uh, yeah. So she, she talks about yeah. what she's, what she's been doing in quarantine. She has you know, recipes, links to recipes, um, different, like her restaurants that she's getting takeout from, uh, groceries that apparently she and Apple are like waiting at the grocery store to buy, which I somehow doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, smart sweets. And then he goes into fashion. She talks about, you know, the different sweatshirts and little casual wear. Then she plugs in uh, the Goop Lab on Netflix again. She talks about the one thing that sort of went quote unquote viral was she bought her 14 year old son a boob puzzle for his birthday yeah um so that's of course what everyone wrote about this week um it's just literally a jigsaw puzzle with a bunch of boobs yeah like animated boobs like yeah, cartoon yeah, yeah. boobs cartoon boobs uh, all di- all different shapes very body positive <laughs> different directions different colors different nipples some of them Ooh, oh, there's a, wow, there's a mastectomy one. I haven't really looked closely at this boob puzzle until right now. Um, really has something for everyone. Uh, and then she goes into a reading list, um, which, I mean, maybe she's reading all these novels, if so. Well, these are like the, these are, I almost called them the boobs, but these are the books that are on the book club, right? Yeah. Uh, n- no. Oh, one of, uh, yeah. one of them is How Much of These Hills is Gold? But didn't they, I think the, isn't the Glass Hotel, I think that they're starting, I think they already started the next one. The next one, yeah, they t- do talk about the next one, but that's not on this list. Mm. Next one is about some, it's some novelist from Houston. I remember his name's Brian with a Y. Oh. Uh, it looks, it, it, all these books look good, and yet I just, 
have no mental capacity to read something as engaging and complicated as like a literary novel right now. I know. Um, but yeah, so this is, I mean, it is, it's just like old school goop, like Gwyneth talking about the shit that she's into. So, uh, I really, really, really hope that she continues to do this every once in a while because it's, it's great. Yeah. Oh, she's got Younger's Clean 7 on here. Yes. Oh my God. Her, she keeps doing these cleanse. It's crazy to me that she still is doing these Younger cleanses. She's also got the link to those glasses she's been wearing on Instagram. They're very cute glasses. Um, okay. A thousand dollar heat therapy mat. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So yeah, check it out. Okay. Uh, what was your worst? My worst was this herbal gynecologist. Okay. Did you I read it? I didn't even click on it because I figured it if if you were, it made me mad. Because I opened it, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this fertility thing. I'm gonna get these fucking shots. Maybe like it would be good for me to like supplement with like some herbal shit while I'm doing this to like regulate my hormones. Cause I'm like really scared about having like some sort of like hormonal imbalance that makes me like insane or something. Mm -hmm. And I like told my therapist and she was like, don't be surprised if your hormones are kind of out of whack the next couple weeks to like be prepared for it. And I was like, fuck. So it's like, I'm going to read this. First of all, he's a man. I should have known better. No offense, Brian, but it's like, male gynecologists i i've talked on here before about how like i'll never go to one again oh you don't have to i mean you're not offending me i think it's truly psychotic for a man to be a gynecologist i mean the most famous male gynecologist in history is bill cosby's character on the cosby show and we all know how that turned out yes exactly i think there's something weird about it and they are always bad so this is a direct quote from the article so the question was do you see um herbal medicine as like a supplement to Western medicine or the other way around. And he goes, in terms of gynecology, it's a primary treatment referring to herbal medication, simply because I don't think that Western medicine really has much to offer in regard to functional reproductive health. Typically, I look at herbal medicine as being a complementary adjunct to every other therapy. Um, Just as I see Western medicine as being complementary and adjunctive to herbal medicine. I really don't separate, especially for something like cancer. The research suggests that a combination of conventional therapies plus natural medicine may give you the highest quality of life. And I was so pissed reading that. The first sentence of that is such bullshit that Western medicine doesn't have much to offer with regard to functional reproductive health. Like, are you crazy? Are you insane? Like, it what about the fucking i don't know birth control pill hysterectomies the fucking thing that i'm doing right now fertility preservation um pap smear cervical cancer screening like all what about all of this fucking stuff this is like nothing and we should just be doing like whatever bullshit tea you're selling it's and then and then he goes on and then he says for cancer the best is a combination of western medicine and herbal like that that just seems to contradict his original thesis that western medicine doesn't have much to offer well because he knows that like 
he doesn't care what really happens to you in, in regards to like your fertility. But if like someone took his advice with that about cancer and like died, he would have like a lawsuit. So he's going to yeah. like temper what he says there, but like the fertility stuff, he just doesn't care. I was so irritated by that. It's like these men are all out to get us. It's sick. Uh, I, yeah. And I mean, this is, this is categories under ancient modality, which yeah <laughs> is uh but it's also like who is this like old white man to be talking about this shit like what ancient modality are you talking about well, he, he's not a doctor he's not a gynecologist he's an herbalist yeah uh so he has really no qualifications i mean i hate to sound like jen gunter here but this is bullshit you know sometimes gunter is on the right side of history yeah, no, it's true. actually 100 percent of the time <laughs> pretty much said. Except she's always for, right except for her stupid butter emails mask except for like her dumb like annoying Ugh. like personality but yeah. she's right about everything yeah i don't like to admit it but i mean at least with med- medical stuff she's usually right yes uh this i mean this article seems just tailor-made for her to go off i well because i'm not on twitter barely at all i don't know if she's read it or responded maybe they're baiting her i wonder let's let me see what she's been up to i I haven't looked at her twitter in a long time thank god she she hasn't really like talked about goop that much lately what is she talking about now i have no idea because i i never i haven't looked at it for a while okay i'm gonna look at it i think she mostly talks about like quarantine and like making sure people wear masks and blah blah blah. oh yeah she seems like a big yeah yeah she's a big mask head big fauci kind of she's totally one of those like fauci sexual people yes she seems like a cuomo sexual oh well she's definitely an msnbc viewer yes which that's their whole thing um so yeah while you're looking that up i'll (laughs) talk about my worst which oh yeah okay so they did this whole fashion uh you know wear blah 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 whatever's good for your body type you know typical um oh yeah i was kind of surprised to see a dress for your body type piece in any publication in 2020 it yeah it it seemed a little tone deaf just i don't know in the in the current climate but then the thing that really bugged me was and this is just a problem with goop in general is they had you know different supposedly different body types you know what's flattering so they have the whole section of you know called complement those curves like if you have a quote-unquote voluptuous figure here's you know some empire waist or you know body hugging thing uh dresses and then i go to click on them the biggest size they have in anything is a 12 and it's like you're gonna talk about body positivity and wearing something for your body pipe body type and and then have no plus sizes like goop get with get the with the program, program goop it's crazy no they should have like larger sizes yeah like especially i mean if they're gonna pay lip service to having stuff for different body types they i mean it, it's it seems like something that they should have thought about by the middle of 2020 i don't know it's, I it mean, was, maybe it was crazy. it's intentional who knows well, yeah i mean is that i guess a lot of like high fashion places still don't make inclusive sizing i, I don't I even don't i don't pay attention like most to like so it's still a problem in like every basically like every brand uh um so yeah i i don't know goop they have the 
you know, the stereotype of it's just like rich, skinny white women wearing their clothes. And sometimes they seem to be a little self-aware and try to like make their brand a little bit more inclusive. And then other times they're tone deaf like this. So they're like, surprise, we actually don't give a shit. Yeah. And the thing is like, it's, it's just, it's, it's just so crazy. Cause it's like, you're, you're leaving, if nothing else, you're just leaving money on the table. Like what? I don't get you it. Know, I guess it's like more, I think it must just like cost more money. I must like not be leaving money on the table. I mean, yeah, if it yeah, maybe not. money, they would do it. Uh, well, I know like occasionally like bigger, I know at least in men's clothing, sometimes like if you get, if you get like a double XL or more, things are like slightly more expensive. So, I mean, it, you know, it takes, takes more fabric to make bigger clothes. So I guess in that sense, it's more expensive, but yeah, you could, you know, charge a few bucks extra. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I don't know. Um, luckily I don't have to worry about that because I lost two pounds. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Um, yeah, I have so many, I just like literally bought so many clothes. Uh, I bought some, some cute tie dye masks from Everlane that should be coming soon. Oh, Everlane, Brian. Yeah, I got on there since last week talking about like a getting a nice plain white t-shirt. I still didn't buy any plain white t-shirts, but I got on the Everlane uh, mailing list and then immediately like bought these cute tie-dye masks. So I like those tie-dye masks they had in that like terrifying dystopian COVID party article they had the other week. Oh yeah. These will be just like like put out this cute basket of masks. I mean, I don't know. Um, Because I am... I know, I don't know, this might be controversial, but I am going on a little trip this week and I want to look cute for the like three family members that I'll be hanging out with. Oh, that's very thoughtful of you. I'm going on a trip too, actually. I mean, what are you going to do? Where are you going? We're going to go to the Sequoias for two days. We got an Airbnb. Oh, that's nice. Like there is, it's like, there's not going to be anybody. Yeah, no, it's it's like like safer than staying in LA. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're just going to Lake Tahoe. Uh, and like staying in yeah we just got like a vrbo so we're not gonna like go to a restaurant or anything yeah we got one too and we're just gonna like go get like bring groceries or whatever and just like be there and then like just like go drive to the like trails and just like be outside in the trail like that's all we're gonna do that sounds great yeah pretty pretty what um what town are you staying in um i don't know brian did all of it uh uh, it's so pretty up there you're driving obviously yeah it's not yeah. far it's like probably like three or four hours though oh i was saying when i was when you said sequoias i was thinking you meant um redwood national forest and no 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 we're northern just going california to, no it's not not all the way up there but there's like there are like huge sequoias and, yeah, yeah yeah pretty pretty um okay so my saddest yeah is the chicken Oh the ro- oh the roast chicken yeah, three different meals you can make from one roast chicken. I mean these recipes don't seem bad or anything. They actually seem pretty good, and I might potentially make them. Although I have never made a recipe about like a rotisserie chicken, store bought rotisserie chicken. But in my but, life, but this was actually better than that because this is at least not telling you to buy a rotisserie chicken. This is having you roast your own chicken at least. Oh, okay. Well, then that's that's okay. That's respectable, I think. Yeah. I, I, then. I guess I just for some reason thought that it was a... I mean, why, if you were going to do this, why wouldn't you use a pre-made rotisserie chicken, though? Well, 
I guess I feel like what I what I think these recipes well it is weird to roast an entire chicken and then make one of these recipes like it seems like something that you should either you should make with leftovers after you because like if you just roast a chicken you just want that like plain great freshly roasted chicken you don't need to make like a taco or whatever out of it but I don't know yeah like this tahini chicken salad which I honestly don't know exactly how I feel about this I honestly think tahini is overrated I mean, I don't know why it's, why, I mean, like, couldn't you just use mayonnaise? Yeah. Or at least veganaise. Well, that's Gwyneth's favorite condiment. Me too. Follow your heart. Uh, my grocery store was out of it for like a month and they only had the like, the um, non-soy version or some garbage, but they, it just came back in last week and I bought a big jar of it and it's, mm-hmm. oh, it's the best. I know. I love all kinds of mayonnaise. So this is tahini, water, lemon juice, garlic, one chicken breast, and sesame seeds. And then you, like, eat it on crackers. I mean, that sounds fine for, like, a leftover. So I guess what you should really do is, if you're going to do these, get buy two chickens. Yeah. <laughs> roast one. What well, I mean, if you're two hungry people, you could eat a whole roast chicken in a night, maybe. Um, or at least over half, and then, but you'll have that second roast chicken that you can make all these recipes with. Yeah, or just like, yes. Or if you make a roast chicken and you're like, I've got one chicken breast left, what do I do with it? Mix it with tahini and put it on a cracker. Sure. Or, but you also don't have, you could just eat the chicken plain. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, that's anything. You could do anything and not use a recipe and eat anything plain. You could do, you can do whatever you want. This isn't necessary. The only thing is there was just something sort of like a little, there's just something a little sad about like a leftover chicken recipe rundown, which is just. That, yeah, that's the nature of the beast. Uh, re- leftover roast chicken is going to be inherently a little sad. Um that's and there's just, just something is. where it's like, I guess there's some, it's like slightly comforting because it feels like a very normal thing. That's like, okay, here's an article that's not about like COVID or something, but it's also just like, there's nothing else to talk about. So let's just talk about like leftovers. Yeah. I also felt their recommendation to roast it at 300 for three hours is strange. The best one I ever made, it was there's a Sam Sifton, I think, recipe yeah. for it, where it's like you put it, you make a cast iron skillet and put it in the put the cast iron skillet in the pan in the oven really high, and then you drop the chicken in it breast side down so it like sizzles and crackles, and then like you like roast it really high and then for like 15 minutes and then turn it down. I don't remember exactly. But that was the best roast chicken I ever made. It was like so juicy and good. That I do I, the Ina Garten recipe similar to that where you you preheat the oven to 450 I think and then yeah either right when you put the chicken in or like 15 minutes after you turn it down to 400 uh or maybe even 350 and yeah it it's re- it's really good yeah um, but yeah th- I mean 300 for 3 it'll make a juicy chicken but you won't get that crispy skin yeah I don't know seems weird mm. so my craziest is the infamous 
straw lady is back and she has she has another pet project or pet issue that is equally as uh i mean it's not bad but it's equally as like beside the point i think um it's called how to be a greener globe trotter and so Mm -hmm. it's about doing international travel the you know greener or the more environmentalist way which in this climate first of all like it's no one is traveling internationally it just seems crazy to write this article like now um and then i don't know she quotes brene brown uh she talks about flight shaming where i guess there's an entire swedish word called fliegskam which is swedish for flight shame it's telling swedish people i guess to like not fly and she uh, i guess because she claims that greta thunberg invented like people being conscious of how much carbon is produced by flying which i don't think that greta thunberg was the one who invented that um and then she just has all these like little tips for the same you know extremely wealthy one percenters that cared about plastic straws these are the same people to like make you you know help you sleep at night for your constant international travel uh so she says to choose your airline wisely um delta and air new zealand for example allow you to directly offset your travel when you purchase your ticket uh or you can donate to the carbon fund blah 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 then it talks about reducing your waste um use fewer cocktail napkins Okay. Um, on the plane? Yeah, on the plane. Um, don't use the plastic headphones. Okay. Uh, if these people ever use that shit anyway. No. It's like, the, I mean, just the amount of energy that this woman spends on like the stupidest, most useless parts of the environmental movement just so she feels so annoying about herself. Yes. I despise her. Um, and then the next section is called Travel Like an Activist. Um, so it's like choosing resorts that are environmentally friendly when you're going on your globe trotting trips. Oh my God. Um, and then it just goes along. It goes on like that. Uh, lastly, she says, walk the walk, even when you're on vacation. If you turn the lights off when you leave the house at home, don't forget to do it when you're at a hotel. Return your key to the front desk. Don't leave the water running when you brush your teeth. And of course, reuse your towels rather than asking for freshly laundered ones every day. Like, fine, but who but the fuck are you talking to? But staying in a fucking hotel right now? No, that's what's crazy. Like, I mean, presumably she like started researching this before the pandemic, but like why are, I, I mean, I think she's just truly like good friends with Elise and she was like, hey, can I publish this? Well, Elise thinks that she's like so great. Oh, yeah, she is, like, Greta Thunberg to Elise. Like, yeah, she's, she Elise thinks that she's, like, the most, like, radical environmentalist in yeah. the world. But aren't yeah. they just, like, roommates from Sarah Lawrence or whatever? I like Probably. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, how about get, like, pass some fucking governmental... Um, it's, like, Green New Deal. <laughs> yeah, Green New Deal, Exactly exactly green new deal for the green new deal that's it carbon neutral by whenever 2030 whatever we're didn't joe biden say he's we're gonna be carbon neutral by like 2255 or something when we're all what are you kidding did he really no he didn't say it but it's like something like 
just insane. Well, whatever. Joe Biden, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he won't live to see the destruction of the earth. And Oh, he's got like two months. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so we'll have, you know, President Kamala. President know. Harris. I mean, if we're lucky. I know. <laughs> so if we're lucky. For lo- Which is what all these people wanted in the first place anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. Elise, get some new friends. Straw Lady, like, why Elise don't you- Elise can't get new friends. Yeah. That is Elise. That is, you yeah. You are the company you keep. Elise is the exact same as this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you Wanted try? Wanted to get new friends. Yeah, exactly. What would you try? Okay, so there are two. I really couldn't narrow it down. So, like, there's one was, I feel like another way that, like, Goop has been listening to me personally, because I don't even know that I've said on this podcast, maybe I have, that, like, my pores have been too big. Uh, Yeah, I think you've said that. Because, like, now that I'm, like, staring at myself in the mirror all the time and just, like, never leaving my house and in a constant state of, like, depression um, and anxiety, I'm, like, oh, my God, my pores are monstrous. And so they had this piece that was, like, how to minimize pores. A lot of the stuff I already do, like, I exfoliate, but I don't use this splash on. I don't use this Gtox AHA pore refining tonic, but I use another AHA tonic. So probably fine it says to use the goop glow glycolic glycolic overnight peel which i use it says to use this cleanser which i might use i've been using that um ursa major aha cleanser oh yeah i like the way that smells yeah but it also has that like aha in it what's that it also says to use it's like i don't know some shit that's like a it's like a um what's it called Oh my god, what's it called? It's like an acid like peel thing. What's it? Oh, oh my god, what's the fucking an word? An exfoliator? I'm... Yes. It's like an exfoliating agent. And okay. then it says to use Goop Glow, which I use, and to use this like daily, this over 50 SPF sunscreen, which I use. So I'm already doing all of it, but my pores are still big. And But I'm not using these exact brands, but I'm doing the basic idea. I thought like the conventional wisdom that your pores are your pores and there's really not much you can do to make them smaller. Well, I hadn't heard that conventional wisdom, but now that I know, I wish I hadn't heard it. Cause I'll do, I have like really, I have normal sized pores except for on my nose. They're like gigantic. They're like craters. And I've done the, that like, you know, those peels and stuff and it doesn't really do anything. No. Um, the other thing is also, but it was a tie because also I really liked Megan's hair piece and I love, there's like this chic detangling comb. Oh yeah. Which I don't know how much it costs, but it's like, I really want to start using like a, this cute detangling comb and also a silk pillow. I love my silk eye mask that John got me from Goop for Christmas last year. Um, oh yes, it's very luxurious. The silk pillow is like for your hair. Ooh yeah. So like, I think the idea is that, like your hair won't get like frizzy and fucked up when you sleep on a silk pillow. Oh. Um, and my hair definitely like if I go to, if I go to sleep with my hair down and it's like on if I'm like lying on my back and like the back of my head is on a pillow for too long like it will just be like one like matted piece of hair when I get up yeah yeah, yeah. so maybe the silk 
pillow is good. I don't know. Uh, it's worth a shot. You could also, can you do like a head wrap type of thing? I don't think I'm, I don't think that's like my hair would need a head wrap. Oh. I think that's not really something I've ever done, but I usually like just will like, I can, I'll just like put it up basically and it's yeah. fine, but it's kind of uncomfortable. So I think maybe silk pillow would be a good compromise. Ever since I took a razor to my hair, it feels, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep it short now. I think I like it. Maybe I should just shave it. And it's so much like, I mean, a men's haircut is not that expensive, but hey, it's like, you know, $40 every two or three months or whatever. And so it'll save me so much money if I just do my own like shave shave my own head every month just shave your own maybe i'll start doing that too uh yeah yeah um okay so the thing i would try is something i actually did try already uh, oh really and uh, i have to say i'm disappointed so this okay. is from from gwyneth's um you know the thing that we talked about her her summer her summer agenda all the things she's trying she uh linked to a recipe from cooking light which fascinating it was a little surprising that she would link to like a non-goop recipe first of all and then she used to link to bon appetit like remember there was like a couple of weeks where like all of goop was just like links to bon appetit yeah and i like that because it's i mean it's it, it it rings more true that like the way that anyone cooks it's not she's not just gonna cook her own recipes from goop like she'll you know she'll do and she said she says in this article she's you know doing stuff from Ina Garten from New York Times she did not say Bon Appetit I think Bon Appetit is um a little canceled well obviously. it's a little bit canceled right now yeah uh but so this cooking light so is it, it, it it's called like a the perfect pot of lentils and I am I'm a lentils person and I, I don't think I've ever cooked anything from cooking light before but I saw that Gwyneth recommended this recipe and I was like, Oh, if it's, if this is a perfect pot of lentils, Hey, this is for me. Yeah. So, you know, I had a little extra time this morning after finishing reading goop and I needed to make lunch. And so I was like, Oh, I'll make this perfect pot of lentils. Mm -hmm. So it seems great. You, you, uh, well, it has a shallot, which I only had an onion. So I saute an onion, add some carrots, some tomato paste, some garlic, and then, and then you just cook lentils, uh, in a pot for you know 35 minutes or whatever and then at the end the only other sort of special thing is you're supposed to mix up some soy sauce with dijon mustard mm. and that is sort of your your dressing at the end so i did i followed this recipe to the letter except for you know substituting the onions uh for the shallots and it is literally the most bland fucking thing i've ever tasted in my life Oh, really? I don't know. Like, cause they, they really, I mean, maybe this is part of cooking light is to like not use a lot of salt. Yeah. So they, they, t they tell you specifically not to salt your lentils while you're cooking it. And then at the end, add this low sodium soy sauce with Dijon mustard and a little bit of like a half a teaspoon of salt for a t like two cups of uncooked lentils. So it's like several cups of lentils. So I do this. I only have regular soy sauce, so I thought, well, this might be too salty, so I, I will, won't even put the salt, I'll just put the soy sauce in the, the Dijon mustard. It was so tasteless and bland. I ended up, like, I kept putting more soy sauce, then I kept putting more salt, 
and I like it kept soaking it up and still was like so bland. And then finally I had to add like sauerkraut and like habanero hot sauce and like extra olive oil. And finally it tasted like somewhat edible, but it still is so bland. And I'm just thinking like Gwyneth, I don't think of her as having bland taste, but if this is her perfect pot of lentils, I'm just a little baffled as to the difference between her taste buds and mine, I guess. Interesting. Fascinating. But I I also might have like burnt taste buds from adding way too much salt and like chili to everything. I don't know. It might be me. I don't know. I mean, my, the best lentils I ever had in my entire life were in Paris. And I'll tell you this, they were not light. They were basically just, it was, I think it was just like basically like a bowl of like bacon fat with like some lentils in it. Yeah. The lentils in France are so good. They, they were so fucking good, but I've never been able to per, to recreate them, although I've tried. Um, but to me, lentils are like, you know, you just sort of like cook them and mix them into shit. They're not like a main thing unless you really do something special with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's what this recipe was for. Cause it's like, yeah, you just make a big pot and then you can add it to stuff, but I still, I don't know. There's a way to make them really good. Actually that's when I was in Paris. Cause it was the one thing that uh, Ronan, my nephew like would eat at a restaurant. Cause he's, you know, he was like two years old at the time. Aww. And so we would all like, we would order what we and then we would always get an order of lentils for him. And yeah, mm-hmm. they're just cooked. I mean, that's what it is. It's just bacon. Uh, and it's so fucking good. Oh my god! So maybe that's the key. The key is just bacon. Do you, Do you ever cook from cooking light? Uh, you know, I think I made a recipe for this tomato salad that I think might have been from cooking light. That was really really good. Huh. But I don't know if that's what it was from or not. I wanted to like it because I was like, oh, this will be so chic if I love a cooking light recipe. Like, I'll start just cooking light. And then now I know I'll just never cook light. Don't cook light. Yeah, I'm not going to. I mean, there's no point in cooking light if I cook light and then at the end just add like a shit ton of like butter or olive oil at the end so it'll taste good. Olive oil is healthy and you just put, um, you just put, sauerkraut I mean yeah that's true I did I got this really great uh it's like a citrus sauerkraut from my farmer's market CSA um -hmm. so yeah that actually that is a good cooking light tip is like if you need some locale taste is add sauerkraut or kimchi to something I'm looking for this salad recipe I want to know if it was from cooking light or not and Cooking Light is also owned by Meredith Publications, which is the same magazine company that owns Martha Stewart. So I feel like they're just a little, I don't know, they don't have the greatest recipes. Yeah, Martha has been pretty shitty with the with the recipes for the last um, like decade, several years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what would you buy? Oh, well, so buy is also complicated. I guess I would buy any of the stuff that I also said that I would try, but what I really put was this lumbar pillow. It was like 50 bucks or something. And everyone in my apartment's back is always killing us because our chairs are so uncomfortable at our like table that we work at. So we're 
we always are like putting pillows on there. Brian got a lumbar pillow for one of the chairs, which I should have done a long time ago. But, and it's actually like, I'm, I guarantee you he didn't spend $50 on it. I'm sure it was really cheap and it does make a difference. But of course I would rather have the one from Goop. So. Does it help? Yes. It's like way better sitting on the chair with the, with the pillow on it. Uh, yeah. Our, our couch is so lumpy and old. I'm sure like it's horrible on our backs. Yeah. The couch is okay. Oh, we just got a new couch. Oh yeah. How is it? It's great. It's like an Ikea couch, but, um, it's the, it's like these like really shitty, like fake mid-century modern chairs that I got. Oh yeah. Those are pretty at least. They're cute. I like yeah. them. And they're okay to sit on it, like for dinner or whatever. It's just like if you're sitting in it for like a really long time, it's just like that. Yeah, you need a like a real office chair, I think, if you're gonna if you're really doing sit it. And work. Yeah. Um I don't I don't I hardly ever use our desk to like write out or to work. I'm always just on the couch. More and more I'm just like in my bed. Yeah. Which is like so draining. I can't John John works in the bed a lot. I like will just fall asleep or not work if i'm laying down I can't oh yeah I'm... uh so i i would buy the wthn ear seed kit um did you read this is it from the seed round article what is this it is uh a subset of acupressure called ear seeding Okay, this is making me uncomfortable. And it seems it seems like in the vein of of like cupping or some like weird performative eastern medicine thing that is easily recognizable to other people. So it like is a fashion accessory as well as a health thing, which Goop like this is one of Goop's like trademarks and so I yeah. liked that they there was a new one that I hadn't heard of. Mhm. Um, so this is, it's like only, you know, $45 or whatever. And I guess they're these little, I don't know if they're like stickers or magnets or little pins or something, but you're, they, they're covered in crystals or like glitter or something, something pretty. And then you put like 10 of them in each of your ears or on each of your ears, not like in your ear, but like on your earlobe and the top of your ear, there's different places. And you're supposed to leave them there for like three to five days. Um, and it's supposed to accomplish like the same thing that acupuncture, acupressure accomplishes, uh, like relieving tension and whatever that's supposed to do. That so it sounds sense. like chic and cool and like you could just walk around having your ear seed, your seeds in. And then some people will see you and like know what it is and they'll exactly. be like, oh, he knows what's up. It's like yeah. a secret club. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're only so, $45. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, and, and they, oh yeah, they ask like, how do you know that they're working? And the answer is, ideally, you'll notice a change yourself. Yeah. And it doesn't really go into any more details. It's just like, you'll know it. You'll know it if you see it. Yeah. Oh, they're cute. It looks cute. Yeah, it looks really cool. And they don't yeah. hurt. Like, you're not, like, piercing your ear or anything. It's, like... No, they're just, like, on your ear. I like how it looks. Yeah. Huh. All right. I don't know. Something new. Something to try. Something to buy. Something to buy. And something to try. That's what we offer you here at Future <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, I got to get off the mic because my yeah. husband is recording a podcast in just a few minutes. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening to Goop Yourself. Uh, yeah. Go to our Patreon. Okay. I'll give you guys a choice. Either join our Patreon or call your congressperson and make sure that they like re-up the extra $600 a week in unemployment. But you're going to need to do one or the other for us. Yeah, because otherwise we're totally fucked. <laughs> uh, um, and you can buy our t-shirts. Our t- yeah, our Teespring store, buy our shirts. Um, and yeah. rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That's all you can do. That's all any of us can do. That's all any of us can do. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Yep. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 